0: name of Jesus Amen please be seated today the church begins the season of Advent and with it a new church year now the word Advent comes from the word that means entrance or coming so in Advent we consider the entrance of God into this world and what it means for us when God comes into this world What would you expect it to look like? Well, in today's Old Testament reading, Isaiah pictures it as the heavens ripping open and the mountains shaking violently and the nations trembling. As Isaiah put it, Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things that we did not look for, you came down, the mountains quaked at your presence. When God enters into the sinful world, we maybe expect for him to come like that, in wrath and anger against sinners, in a way that shakes the world. Now kings of this world also come in power like that, riding a military force, arrayed always in the finest clothes, and riding in the best limousines, jets, or for most of human history, horses and chariots, but certainly not donkeys. Kings bring revolutions, movements, and set up governments. If they die, all that goes away. They seek to break the current direction of the nations and to replace it with a better direction, because that's what a movement is all about. And so earthly kings have to operate by coercion, bending people's will to line up with the king's will. They force obedience and bring fear to those who refuse them. That is necessarily the way of earthly kings You don't have to dig very deep into history to find plenty of examples of kings that follow that pattern. Kim Jong-un of North Korea, Putin, Trudeau, Genghis Khan, the pharaohs of the Old Testament, Herod, Nebuchadnezzar, to name a few. In our gospel lesson today, Jesus also enters into Jerusalem as king and he is about to ascend his throne on the cross where he will be crowned with thorns. So this king comes like no other. He comes not in power in the way of this world's kings, but he comes in the weakness of one riding on a donkey. After all, you don't need more than a donkey when you're just coming to die. He doesn't come to bring a revolution or a movement. He comes to coerce no one or force obedience upon no one. He wouldn't go to the cross to do those things. He rides into Jerusalem, not to show sinners how to fix themselves or how to improve their own lives, nor did he come to implement a better system of government or better rules for how to operate a nation. He came simply to die. This king comes to bring mercy to sinners, to save those who cannot save themselves. So as Jesus rides into Jerusalem, the people cry out, Hosanna, as the children sang a moment ago. Hosanna, which comes from the Hebrew word that means save us. And that's exactly what Jesus had come to do. It's even what the name Jesus means. Jesus means he saves. But save from what? It's very likely that the people there on Palm Sunday were hoping for a powerful military display that would overthrow the oppressive Roman government of that day. Jesus had, after all, done plenty of miracles and had even raised a few dead people by then and now he's riding into Jerusalem in the way that was prophesied by Zechariah. So for them to expect some kind of military rebellion would be understandable. But while Jesus didn't come to bring military force or to end oppressive governments, he was coming to save them and he would save them from much more than mere worldly kings. Like us, Those people standing by the road as Jesus came into Jerusalem, as they were waving their palm branches, crying out, Hosanna. They had plenty more to be saved from. In short, you might say that they needed saving from sin and all that goes along with it, just like you and me. To be a sinner is to be broken, to have suffering, to feel shame and guilt and to have bodies that fail. To be a sinner is to be addicted to sin that keeps hurting yourself and others, to be controlled by the temptations of the body. To be a sinner is to think that this world is all there is. So you try to distract yourself from the reality of death with temporary pleasures. To be a sinner is to need saving from the fear of death itself. The darkness that haunted them and controlled them just like it does us so today we join our lips with theirs and crying out hosanna save us to jesus because we face all the same problems and long to be set free our families and friends face the same kind of brokenness as they did our children face the same trials and temptations Our bodies face the same struggles and death. Our souls face the same struggles against sin. Our lives seek hope and joy, purpose and peace, just like theirs did. So as we begin a new church year in this Advent, we also cry out Hosanna to our King. Now then from Advent, we'll move into Christmas as God becomes flesh, born in the manger. He became man in order to die for us. And then it goes to Epiphany when Jesus is revealed to be God in the flesh. Then into Lent as we consider our need for a Savior. And finally, Good Friday, as Jesus would go to the cross to die. And so you see the whole church year is leading up to that point. God dying on the cross to save sinners. All that Jesus would do was toward that cross. And all that he continues to do in his church is delivering that cross to sinners. It's the center of everything that matters. Without that cross, we'd be left alone in our sin, left alone to face death, forsaken to the wrath of God. Without the cross, there is no hope, no joy, and only fear. But with Jesus on the cross for us, we have our salvation. Having risen from the dead and ascended into heaven for us, he continues to come to us today with that same mercy. He comes to your family, not bringing fear or trying to control you, but to set you free from sin and shame. He comes to you not giving you a list of ways for self-improvement, but to take your sin upon himself and give you new life in him. When Jesus is put forth in a way that only brings fear, brings guilt, adds restrictions or coerces, it is not the Jesus who went to the cross, Jesus comes to you today in the same self-chosen weakness with which he once rode into Jerusalem. He brings no fear on that donkey. He gives no laws from the cross. He forces no obedience and makes no demands as he died. He came to die and save those in need of saving. So we today, as we receive the Lord's true body and blood in his supper, We join our voices with all those in need of saving. As we sing, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, save us. Be with us as we suffer. Forgiving our sins. Removing our shame. Bring life into our death. Hosanna, save us. Give us hope in this world's darkness. Give us peace and this life's chaos, and give us joy for the days ahead. In the name of Jesus, amen. We stand for prayer.